Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Coming home. Rolling down London Road. Here I'll never be alone. Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to GigPod episode 89. Yes, that's Glasgow is Green, aka GigPod 89. Even though I said the last one was 89, it just goes to show that legends occasionally can get things wrong. I'm a lot like Godfrey Jones of TV's Rock Bottom. So speaking of Rock Bottom, I've got Rizzo back on to discuss Celtic's 2-0 win over Hibs last night. John, thanks for gracing us with your presence. I'm so glad you could be bothered for the first time in 2022. I couldn't remember if this was the, the first episode that I've been on this year, so happy new year to all the listeners. Now, before we get started, what is TV's rock bottom? I've never heard of it. Do you remember that episode in The Simpsons, Homer was trial by media? Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right, okay, yes, I do remember, yes. The, uh, Mr. Simpson, no? Yes, the Gummy Venus to Milo episode, yes, sir. A hilarious episode, yes, when he... When he makes when he makes Prozac, but there's no enough ice cream in it for him. You could have done me some Prozac, John, anyway. How dare you? Well, John, I'll tell you what, though. We didn't need Prozac last night. Been back at Celtic Park, did we? I mean, that was exhilarating stuff, certainly for the first half an hour anyway. But what was your thoughts being back at Celtic Park? It was great to be back, uh, as it always is. Thanks, of course, to a wonderful government. I'm not going to talk about them anymore because, because we're back. No, I mean, it, it is so, so much better with a fans there. It was quite weird, though. I mean, the, I thought the atmosphere last night would have been amazing, and it sort of it was a bit quiet. I think that's because the second half was a bit of a dodge. But of course, the, with that goal at the start, the atmosphere was fantastic, and no, it was just great. The the fans are back, and the day we found out that the pubs are open, so well, the pubs are back to normal. So what a week of celebration! Indeed, John, like you, I'm not going to mention the Scottish government anymore. Certainly, since a certain supporters bus. Who I would never criticise, apparently have put a hat out at me, so I better shut up about that now. But 
the football's back, John, the pubs are back, and it looks like restrictions are away, so we can start getting on with life a wee bit until the next variant comes out anyway. Yes. Talking about being back at Celtic Park, John, what was your pre-game ritual? What did you do before the football? You always ask for this. I went... No, hold on a minute. Hold on. No, I asked you before Hamden, but no being back at Glory Celtic Park for the first time since, like, 2021. All right. Well, I, I worked and then I went and got a bus to the game. I had I had my dinner before I went to the game. So uh, that's one for, the, one for the dinner fans here. And then I, I got a crowded bus back after the game. I was fortunate to jump in a 61. The uh, somebody pressed the button in at the back and uh, the emergency button and uh, it stopped for ages. But thankfully, uh, it it went ahead and I was back up the road for like half ten, which is usually earlier than expected for a, a Celtic midweek game. It sounds absolutely thrilling, John. I have to say, I know it was, it was boring. What can I say? But what what was your ritual then? You never get bone storm at Christmas, did you? I did get a a Sega Mega Drive once at Christmas. So, what was your ritual then? Well, I finished my work at five, and yes, the body warmer was donned, John. The record is intact, of course. And I had my lucky scarf as well, so my record was still intact. I did my usual. Walked down towards Domarnock from my house and I went to Domarnock McDonald's where this time I purchased the humble quarter pounder meal. Oh, as I'm talking there, Aberdeen just had a shot by the post. This is like a running commentary then I'll be doing in the Aberdeen Rangers game here. So any like chances that happen for Aberdeen, I'll shout it out, John. But yeah, one just went by the post. But anyway, on to more important things. Yes, I had the... Humble quarter pounder meal, the double one actually. As a vegetarian, I recommend the McPlant from McDonald's. That's a that's a sensation. What is this McPlant? It's like a, a just like a burger with like sort of a veggie type burger. I had, no, apparently it was maybe like a Big Mac, but a vegetarian version it. But it's only got one burger in it, thankfully. But it is a, a sensation. So McDonald's is that great, great company. If they're wanting to give us any freebies. Uh, McPlant's for me and Burglars for Stevie, thank you. Okay, well, so after that demolished that and the quarter pounder was away, uh, went over at Celtic Park, got there early though last night uh, with a vaccine passport checks and, you know, I didn't want to be caught in a queue or anything, so I got there about quarter to seven um, and then I just sat in my seat and waited for the teams to come out and soaked it in. It was just nice to be back. It was a real calming feeling again. I think no matter what's going on in your life, and I don't want to get all philosophical here, John, or anything, right? But I think no matter what's going on in your life, or certainly for me anyway, being back at Celtic Park, just, it just it, do you know what? It just feels like home. That is. Uh, things seem to be going well, and I've even bought a ticket for uh, for the United game next Saturday. That's uh, that's how committed I am. And I'm going to sit beside friend of the show, or near Bert, friend of the show, Bertie Cole, because she's invited to her back, because every time I get tickets, they're always in Restricted view, like last night, <laughs> um, there was like, a pole in front of me and it was hard to see what's happening. I couldn't even tell what happened for the penalty until I watched the highlights, but I don't know how many games I'll end up going to this season. I know you have you share a season ticket, so you'll be going to the derby, but uh, no, it's obviously great to be back. And when the restriction was first announced, I really thought, I think you did as well, uh, no having a go to the government, just we thought, like, that's it, we're not going to get back for months. I was talking to my cousin about it. He supports Partick Thistle and he was, him and his other pals were thinking, well, they're going to get back this, this season. It was going to be like last season. But no, I mean, it seems like the fans will be back to the end of the season, which is what we'll want. And I mean, I don't want to look ahead to the derby yet because it's no for another two weeks and we've got Aloha Hearts and Dungeon United first. But I mean, the atmosphere for that will be just ridiculous. It's what the first derby at Celtic Park's and with fans. 
since, what is it, December 2019? Yes, the two undefeat. What's that, two years ago? It'll be just for your pitch. So, no, and I'll be working the next day, so I can't even get hammered after it. Or maybe I will. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> no, that'll be uh, that'll be some night, and hopefully we get the win. But no, it was it's great to be back. A long-winded way of saying it's just fantastic that the fans are back, and long may that continue. Good luck to Bertie Cold, a.k.a. Adele, a friend of the show as well. I don't know how she's going to put up sitting next to you, John, but our thoughts are all with her. Stay strong. Right, so talking about the game itself, John, I thought the first half an hour, it was just amazing seeing that Celtic performance, wasn't it? Just seeing Celtic battle that. I think me and Hamish were talking on Sunday on 67 Hail Hail about what type of performance would we get? Would we get another laboured performance from Celtic? Uh, or would they hit the ground running? I said that they would come rolling out the blocks. also said they would win 2-0 and Dyson Maida would score. Uh, and I was correct. If only we were doing a prediction competition, but we used to loan me that meal. Yes, when now that the restaurants are open, it seems like I'm going to have to get you that. Thanks, Nicola. <laughs> yes, but uh, no, I mean, apart from that sitter that Nisbet missed right at the very start, it was like, the ideal start to the game. Like, we're always saying that we were certain would score goals early on. And we, and we did. It was a, a bit of a weird goal when I saw it. Like, the Hibs defence just decided to give me the a stack of room and it was a weird it was a weird hit so I was in slow motion and the goal was like could I saved it but thankfully never and that's that'll be massive for his confidence and I don't really like to compare him to Kyogo because they're both Japanese I mean that's too easy but I think they're different types of players really he's not got the the real raw pace that Kyogo's got I mean i He's still a fast striker, but I don't think he's got a raw pace. And I think he's sort of... Similar to Hugo in a way that he likes to sort of... No plays like a main striker, sort of try and link up. And he's sort of on the shoulder, the last defender of the team. But no, I mean, that's that's a perfect start for him. And I'd imagine he'll be in the team for Alawa at the weekend as well. I'll get to Alawa in the team a wee bit later on, right? But I just thought Dyson Maeda was brilliant. I really did. I thought he was like the pressing job we were doing in Hibs in the first five, ten minutes was just amazing, wasn't it? Like um Hibs didn't get a minute to settle. And I think it was that boy, was it Rocky Bashiri that was making his debut too? Like up against uh, Dyson Maida. He was uh, just been going, come on, give me a break. He just never stopped running. And amazingly as well, John, Maeda is only going to get better. Just like his countryman, Rio Hitati. What a display. I don't like overboard, but it was fantastic. So using Rangers logic, he's worth a hundred million or something now. But uh, no, that was just exceptional. I mean, you would you, think he'd been there for uh, Parkhead for months or years the way he just settled into the team and it was box to box, it was eager to get forward. It was unlucky with a couple of efforts in goal. That one in the second half went just past the post and the one in the first half that the goal he saved. But now you can see why Ange wanted him. He, he was calm. He was always looking for the pass. He was like he had a good turn on him as well. He like, create space for himself. It was just a brilliant display. As I said, I don't want to go overboard, but it really was exceptional. One of the best Celtic debuts for a long time. And he's going to be a massive player for us. And I think Medea will be as well. The pen will be just great for Celtic for years to come. That was a, the way that he managed to controlled the game and looked not a place and his first uh, performance for us, his first game for us was it brilliant and he'll be huge for us in Europe. I mean, he, that's the sort of player that's ideal for us 
and he looks like another great signing by Ange. I know I'm, I'm, I've still sort of get worries about Ange, but no, the players that he's identified and he's looked for and he's signed for the club, they've all been very early days, but he looks to be an exceptional player. It's fantastic. He was. After the game, met up with Hamish. He was doing his video uh, with David at 67 Hail Hail. Check that out if you haven't already. Just on YouTube, search 67 Hail Hail. But I was speaking to another friend of the pod, Lewis, um, and we were just discussing what type of player that Hitati reminded you of. Now, Lewis said that he felt he reminded them of Stuart Armstrong at his peak. But I thought the way that Hitati was, you know, zipping the ball about and spraying passes and his all-round composure and vision, it reminded me a lot of Olivier and Cham. Again, when Cham was on form, of course, not like the Cham we saw last season at, at times, but more Cham when, you know, he was on song with Celtic. Only uh, there was far more energy, wasn't there? He was very energetic. It was. It sort of reminded me of a little bit of Stan Petrov, although with the way he got forward at times, I think he'll be more defensive. If he'd scored, it would have been like the ideal day. We fully deserved getting man in a match. It's in a way, it was one of the best debuts I've seen since Diddy Agat. I don't know if you remember Diddy Agat's debut years ago against St. Mirren. Yeah, it was two 0 one. Two 0 one, but he he played much more attacking than he would like in his heyday at Celtic when he was a fullback. But there was no defensive like stuff from him at all. He was constant attack and he was exceptional and that that was great by Hitati and I mean, even for the derby, I can't believe I'm still I'm going about the derby again. But it is only two weeks away. He'll be hopefully he's no called up for Japan and we need to cancel it because he's he'll be huge that day. He was one midfield. We've been bullied in midfield, which we shouldn't be in their games too often. I mean, even so well at Tynecastle next week, next Wednesday, I think he'll be just huge for that game. He'll help us control midfield in the middle of the park and get the ball forward and maybe try and get forward his sale. No, he deserved to be raved about. What a, what a performance it was. Andrew's raving about him as well, called him a extraordinary talent. And also as well, John Mahitati, uh, let's not forget, like he's not scared to dish it out as well. He concedes lots of fouls, and I think he'll be a player that will get stuck into and he'll surprise a lot of people. No, I seen him look good in for a, a headed challenge, what I remember, in the second half that he won, I think. And no, he won't shuck many challenges. He looks ideally suited for Scottish football, and so was Kyogo, really. Like maybe people thought he wouldn't be. It only took him a game. He proved how good he was, and the same with Medea as well. These have all been like great ideas, fans to pick these guys up, and even if fans isn't here for long, which hopefully is when he's successful, and these guys are going to be the backbone of the Celtic team for a while. I think wasn't just on new signings that impressed. I wanted to also mention JJ took his penalty well, but. I thought he was such a threat on that right-hand side in the first 30 minutes. He gave Josh Doig a really torrid time. Very impressive game back for him. And a lot of people were saying with JJ, you know, they were saying like Anthony Ralston, the way he operates, like he's, you know, essentially like a winger for us at times. I thought JJ was outstanding at right-back last night. Certainly was up there and one of the top performers, did you agree? I, I thought he done well. I mean, I'm I'm still really not sure how, how good he is. Obviously, there's a good player to create international, but... I think sometimes you can have sort of dodgy periods at times in games. But no, I thought he'd done well. And as you said, he was very cool with a penalty, which was a stonewall penalty, in my opinion. Thank you, Linesman, for uh, awarding that. I know a lot of people only sold in Greg Taylor, and I thought he was a bit dodgy at times in the second half last night. Or Rangers have just scored, by the way, unfortunately. Growing. No, the fullback section is interesting because Ralston was on the bench last night. And like he's been one of the best players this season, so and and I think Ange does like Taylor, 
So I thought I was thinking that it might be for the the next while at least it'll be Taylor and Juranovic playing fullback. And really, and really trust him though. He does, and he done well for the penalty. It was his uh, ball, uh, a badder that uh, led to the handball and the penalty. No, Ange does like him. I mean, he, he's played him a lot, and as soon as he recovered from his uh, shoulder injury, he brought him back into the team. But I think he's a sort of player that people always have doubts about. I thought he was quite poor second half. But, I mean, it's up to the manager, and he likes him. So it's his decision. If he thinks that Taylor's the best left-back option going forward, then so be it. I feel a bit sorry for Ralston, who's been a most improved player this season. He's kept it to the side, but that's the manager's decision. And it's good for the squad. It's not personal. It's just about who's the best player for that position. Happens to be JJ now, but who's to say that Ralston can't come in and step in like he did at the start of the season as well? Yep, that could uh, very well happen. I mean, I, I think they'll need to, like I think the the set the left back, the right back, will need to play well with Ralston in the sidelines because if one of them doesn't, Ralston will either be in, they play right back, and Juranovic or Taylor will either be dropped. So it's up to them to keep up the level of performance. It'll be interesting to see if Taylor. Does stay in the side, and I think the fact that Ange likes him means he will stay in the side. By the way, it's Dungeon United nil, Smirin two. Fact fans, so there you go. Horror debut for Anthony Tony. What I seen that uh, Jim Goodwin was at the game last night with his son, and John Ham from Mad Men was also there. Yeah, I was about to say, let's give you before we talk about Carol Starfelt. What about Jonathan Ham being there? I mean, he's one of your heroes for that show, uh, Mad Men. Loved Mad Men. Uh, Jai Jones, Christina Hendricks were amazing. Uh, <laughs> great acting ability, of course. They were great. Their Instagrams were good too. But uh, no, John Hamm, a legend, uh, who was born on the same day as me, fact fans. No, that was a bit interesting. He was a game god, knows what he thought. And Jim Goodwin there as well. Murren, uh, managerial legend at the moment, as a winning 2 nothing. But no, I wonder why good old John Hamm made it. In the picture that was on the internet, he was just looking up. And I don't think he was probably that fussed about the game, but I don't know. Just going to do the half-time draw, that'd have been a good laugh. I tell you what, John, I would have been impressed by Carol Starfelt. Rock solid performance, and I was really happy for Starfelt because before the game, I mean, even had Alan Stubbs uh, going on about how bad he was, and as I keep droning on about, he's been a big part of the defensive record that we can boast just now in the league. Carol Starfelt, again, last night, we kept a clean sheet, never put a foot wrong, thought he was generally solid all game, and to me, he was one of our best performers as well, and I was really happy for him. John, you know that I've criticised Carol Starfield. I'm not going to do it unjustly. He was a nightmare at the start of the season. Came right onto a game, and then he had a wee bit of ropey form after Ross County. Poor in the final, and then Medermy Park wasn't great. But I always thought, you can't just go boom-bust. You can't say he's you know, he's amazing. That's him back. This is his true form, and then he has a couple of bad games, and it's, oh, no, get him out. Uh, replace him with Stephen Welsh. I mean, come on. It's 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 just not constructive at all. It's not logical. Starfelt was really impressive last night. And yes, granted, Hibs were poor up front. But a lot of that was down to the fact that we didn't really give them nothing at all, John. And Starfelt positionally was excellent. I thought it was very good. And just like you, I was pleased for him because he did have that dodgy spell uh, in the cup final. And up in West County where he got sent off for getting uh, elbowed in the face partly, which was a terrible decision. No, I thought he was excellent. He won every challenge. I thought him and Carl Vickers were very good together and he should have had an assist for a goal as well. I was thinking at the game last night how poor we are at set pieces and when we actually do a good move for a set piece when Starfield headed it to the back post, the Abadi, he sort of collided with the post and somehow managed to miss for two yards out. 
but no, I think Starfield needed that. It was good for his confidence. He's another guy that I think Ange likes, and you'll keep him in the team, similar to Greg Taylor, even if his performances aren't the best at times. But no, that was a good performance. It was, in a way, it reminded me a wee bit of his performance against Hearts last month. That game we won one nothing. Probably the Hearts game was a bigger challenge for him because Hearts created a couple of chances. But no, he needed that. And I'd imagine it'll, it'll be him and uh, Carter Vickers as the defensive partnership going forward. And it was a good performance for Starfield. Good on him. Then we moved on to the second half, John. And it's unfair to call it a dudge. I'd say it maybe petered out, but you know we're just back, John. We had a three-week layoff and we've just signed new players. They'll still be needing to gel. I thought we did enough in the first 30 minutes. And you know what? We controlled the game well. We managed it well and we saw it out. So you've got to take the positives for that. And yet again, as I keep saying, a clean sheet. We were never in any trouble. and. Hibs, to their credit, weren't terrible. I just think it was us being far superior than them. I thought we played well for like the first 10, 15 minutes. We created quite a lot of chances in the second half and then the game just sort of went to sleep. I mean, I Hibs did have a lot of possession, but they didn't really create anything apart from that chance of the post in the first few minutes. I mean, Celtic were content to keep them at arm's length. And no, I mean, we need more routine wins. I said that in a podcast uh, before the break that Celtic have needed enough routine wins this season and that was one of them. I mean, the game was won by half time. I don't think MD thought Hibs were going to score twice, and it'd have been good if we'd got a third goal. But no, I mean, it was always going to be difficult coming back the first game after the break, and we we're going to be integrating new players into the side and players coming back for injury. And we handled it well, and I thought it was a, a good professional performance. And hopefully, it's the first of many between now and me. Actually, it reminded me a lot of one in, I think it was 2018, we beat Hearts 3 1 first game after the break. Do you remember that? It's quite similar to that. Actually, I don't remember that game. I think Edward, like, Edward scored a cracker where he, like, burst through for the halfway line, one-on-one, and lifted it over the keeper. Took it really well, but it was that type of performance. Um, really high intensity, really energetic, and just all-round impressive from the Celts. And shocking that you kind of remember that. But I'll say one thing, John, that I wish I couldn't remember. That terrible song during the light show. When are Celtic just going to give us, like, Enter Sandman or a Fire Nerd tune? It was awful. I know even Hamden, that terrible stadium, has got a better sort of pre-match intro where, oh, it's half-time in fact they played that, uh, Metallica classic. But no, I mean, I only started seeing the the the, the, the special disco lights this season, and they are quite good. I mean, I'm sure that for we're mentioning it again, the Derby, <laughs> the people will be whipped up into a frenzy, but no, we do need a better tune rather than just sort of a weird sort of instrumental type thing. Do better, Celtic. Agreed, and because we are so influential in the biz, John, we will do all we can to influence Celtic to play a far better tune. So, yes, looking ahead, uh, not to the derby, but we have Allo at the weekend. Now, they are 8th in League 1. They're without a win since November the 27th in the Cup, where they beat Bonnie Rigros. Likely to see a heavily rotated team. Are we, John? They're also managed by our old pal Barry Ferguson, so be good to get one over on him. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, I think we might because they've got an artificial pitch. So I think we could have changes. I mean, I think it's the sort of game that Gigi could start. I actually thought he'd done quite well last night. Uh, it was holding the ball well. So I think it's a game he might start. I wouldn't surprise me if Scott Bain, who signed a new contract this week, if he started. And remember, it's the sort of game Stephen Welsh will start. I think there'll be maybe four or five changes. Maybe James Forrest will be rested because he's just back. Because, I mean, no disrespect to Alwa, but next Wednesday against Hearts is 100 times more important. That's 
a big game for us to hopefully get a win and make a statement. And I would imagine that we'll we'll maybe make five or six changes, rotate the side, and it should be enough to get the job done. Keep the bigger players on the bench if need be to bring them on. If we need to like, score a goal late on, which hopefully we'll not be forced into that situation, but. I think we will make some changes to the team. Yeah, I'd like to see Idiguchi get a start as well. Aye, I think he could get a start, aye. Uh, Medeo will probably start as well. Possibly it'll be him or uh, Gigi because I think Kyogo's obviously still out. I think Cal McGregor will play. And I don't, but maybe Anthony Ralston will probably come back because he didn't play. Maybe James McCarthy as well because he was on the bench last night. I think there'll be changes. I mean, it'll be strong enough team to get the win. But it'll, Ange will definitely make changes and show he should, so he should because... The league games coming up are bigger than the cup. I know we want to win the cup because we're good at the Scottish Cup and we owe it after last year's just pathetic performance at Ibrox. Uh, we mean get knocked out of the cup and I would imagine that the team will probably be strong enough to get the win, but there will be changes made. And if there are, like, if it is a strong team played, I'd imagine that they'll try and get the bigger players off by like, the 60-minute mark if the game's won to keep them rested up for Tinkers. Obviously, we say one game at a time and Aloha is an important match, but realistically, it is all about Tyne Castle as well for our bigger players. Right, so we're coming up to the end of the show. I just want to give a shout out to Hannah on episode 88. Um, that was a huge success and she was fantastic on GigPod. If you haven't checked it out, um, it's the last episode before this one. Uh, it's GigPod Chats to at Esper by Mitsumi. Again, thanks a lot to Hannah for coming on. She was great. I'm sure you also appreciated her, John, coming on the show. Of course, Dad, I appreciate everybody that comes on GigPod, so thanks to Hannah for coming on, and maybe she can come on again at some stage as Celtic's Japanese stars uh, take us to the league title. Uh, to be honest, I just hope she replaces you. And another big, <laughs> another quick bit of news is on the GigPod Instagram that you might not know about, at GigPod. I just did a video last night after the game. I'm going to basically do this thing called GigPod Summed Up in 60, where it's just thoughts uh, and opinions from us mostly me so if you fancy bite-sized opinions and you don't fancy listening to me drone on for like half an hour with john then you can tune in to GigPod on instagram and you'll be able to see us on there uh, and it's just like videos for around about 50 to 60 seconds um reactions to like the latest games and news and everything at celtic park so cheers for tuning in everyone i'm stevie I'll let John do his iconic sign-off. Thank you, Stevie. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find us all on the usual podcast platforms. We're out and give us five stars, leave us good reviews, tell us how great we are. We'll be back after the Hearts game, unless something cataclysmic happens against Alawa. They would need to do an emergency podcast, but we should be back after the Hearts game next midweek. So we'll speak to you all then. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and hail, hail.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.